the only true currency in this bankrupt world is what you share with someone else when you're uncool. She said that every living creature on Earth dies alone. Hey. It's bad dog Hope is a good thing. Maybe the best of things. And no good thing ever dies. I'm The more you know who you are and what you want, the less you know. Things upset you. I've had a rough year, Dad. You want an unwritten life? I want an unwritten life. I just don't know what I'm supposed to be. I think you just gotta find something you love to do and then do it for the rest of your life. Good lord. <laughs> So I was like, what kind of text messages are you and Katie sending that autocorrect is just kissed you call bacon? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, we don't even really eat bacon. We had bacon for the first time in, like, over a year last weekend. Like, I think maybe the weekend before. So, I don't know, man. I don't think. I think Siri's had a stroke. Uh, so, I'm recording, but you'll hear me. Um, I'm also famished, so I'm going to chow down on this stick of cheese like a string cheese uh yeah it's colby jack i think some marbled something which so because i'm doing keto so oh officially you have started yep what's how long now uh officially for a day so what i don't i just feel like i have a vague understanding that it's like more protein-ish not but not like the paleo thing right so it's mostly just like take out the carbs and take out the sugar which ends up leaving right sorry i interrupted you no that's fine i'm chewing too so this is horrible podcasting Um, i love it so it does eliminate a lot of stuff because mm-hmm. a lot of vegetables and fruits have carbs and sugars in them that you don't think. Carrots have carbs and sugar. Um, Most of the best tasting fruits are just sugar, nature yeah. sugar droplets. Which is all the fruit that I love. You can have berries, and which I was telling. Uh, I actually went to lunch with Paula and Chad and went on a hike. Um, so that's why I was not at home. Um, so this actually worked out well because I haven't seen them in months. Oh, I thought you were doing that yesterday, so I'm glad it worked out that way. But, uh, well, they had plans yesterday. So. Gotcha. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was telling her, and she was like, you can have berries? They have sugar in them. They have a lot less sugar than you think. Like, you think a strawberry is sweet, and it is, but it's way more bitter than it is sweet. So. Yeah, and blueberries, it's like every other blueberry is sweet or tangy. Right. God, can you imagine if you could buy a pint of blueberries that was guaranteed to be all sweet? <laughs> I would do that. I would I would get the all sweet blueberry pint. Yeah. Just a little mushy and sweet. So you can have berries, no bananas, no apples, no grapes. Um Do you take like a vitamin supplement to get the stuff you're not getting from I, I do. I've been taking vitamin supplements forever though. Oh, okay. Since the sickness and stuff? Yeah. Okay, I got you. No, that makes sense. That's the one thing that always concerns me about stuff like this. When people drop out 
like huge sections of food they're like well what about like all the stuff you just randomly get that helps you that you don't know that you're getting right um so that's in the supplements usually the answer um i watched a documentary last sunday um called game changers it's on netflix and if you google it you'll hear like a bunch of people defending it and a bunch of people saying this is not real science but even in the documentary it's a lot of them going like coincidence or not but these guys are vegan and look how they're doing they're doing just fine athletically and health wise and so they're i think they're drawing a straighter line between veganism and like better athleticism which is where the criticism can come in um but what they're point being that what they talk about is what you some of the stuff you can potentially miss out on um we actually have a harder time getting anyway because of how processed so many of our foods are these days. And so we should be taking vitamin supplements anyway, just because we're missing stuff. Um, It was sort of an argument as to like some of the stuff you get an actual animal product that you don't when you're vegan, um, which ends up being very few things. According to this documentary, we're not scientists. Um, But um, I thought it was, I was like, that's a really good point though, for any of these diets, not just veganism, that you miss something if you don't have a little bit of what everybody has. Right. Um, So anyway, that's good. That's good. How did, so 24 hours in, how do you, how do you like it? Do you, can you, usually you can't tell a difference that quick, but sometimes you can. I'm starving. (laughs) Are you doing portion control too? Um, Not really. Uh, For breakfast, I had two pieces of sausage, two strips of bacon and two scrambled eggs with cheese which is actually fairly normal for me if you added two waffles to that as well. So, like, when I'm off work, usually that's what I have for breakfast. I got you. Um, And then I met, uh, hung around here uh, for a little while, met them, went for a hike, went to lunch. For lunch, I had some roasted chicken wings with some blue cheese dressing. Wasn't sure about the blue cheese dressing, but... I just said, screw it. So, um, I've only had animal product, which when I say, when people say that, um, it's like dairy is animal product. So I've only had any kind of animal product twice in two different meals this week in the last seven days. And I have been, I've had a chaotic, let's call it a chaotic week. Um, and I have had a better, like normal energy being able to just sort of get through the day than I've had in weeks whether the two are related or my body just went into survival mode I'm not sure yet um but I'm curious to see because I'm going to try to do this um going forward a little bit more and more and be you know because when when, even when we stopped eating meat we were very much big time dairy fans and so and are I'm still you don't lose a love of cheese and um and so, but I'm going to keep trying to uh, to stay this way and see if the energy level stays elevated like it has because that's a nice feeling when you have a four-year-old and a full-time job and your wife's car is dying and you're trying to figure out that and so many millions of other details. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm okay. Like, I'm tired, but I'm functioning day-to-day, and that's new. <laughs> so we'll see. So, so yeah, you've had uh, a fairly – eventful week yeah katie got a new car yesterday so she's rolling and um on the new car (laughs) thanks it's it's like you've since we've recorded i think you have a new car as well yep it's all all new wheels yeah not looking forward to the car payment (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I told Katie she's just always trying to one up me. Uh, yeah. Uh, her car, her car's taller, just like she's taller than me. <laughs> um. Yeah, I got a brand new Kia Soul. Now I have Soul. Finally. Um. So you're like three weeks into it now. Uh. Yeah, I think so. How's it feeling? How you do you still liking it? Yeah, I, I enjoy it a lot. Um, it is very difficult to keep it clean. Because it's black? I guess so. <laughs> you mean the outside or the inside? Both. <laughs> oh, the inside because it's you and the outside because it's black. No, I'm not that messy. That's just messing with you. Um, like, I just vacuumed it out. And then, like, I was getting out of the car to come inside and I was like, why is there dirt all over the floorboard? I just vacuumed it. Now, granted, I did go for a hike in my boots, so that's why. But still, it's just like, I just vacuumed out. We, um, so I have black interior in my car as well, and it's like carpet interior on the floors and whatnot. And, um, and like, I don't have, like, all-weather mats or anything like that. Um, and I walk through, when I come, depending on how I leave my office, I walk through about maybe a foot of gravel like a foot like long like i could literally step over it if i paid attention you know um and every time my car is clean i inevitably during the week forget that to step over that and then it looks like a dog rolled around in the dirt and just shook itself off of my floorboard yeah <laughs> it's ridiculous um, and it's just like if it if like generally in the past like i've never had a brand new car so mm-hmm. it's like well you know whatever there's some dings there, but like, I've not had this thing for a month and I don't want it to look like I've had it for five years. <laughs> so, right. um, you should have, uh, they do these memberships at like car washes, the ones with like the free yeah. vacuums. You could do that. I know Keeler, my buddy, you know, Keeler, Keeler did that for a long time. Cause he basically lived across the street from one. That's how he kept his, cause he has a black forerunner. So his is all black on the inside too. So that's what he would do. We have a, uh, the apartment complex has a car wash bay with a vacuum cleaner. Everything's free except the vacuum cleaner. Oh, of course. Which of course. drives me nuts. I'm like, how is it the water free to wash your car, but the vacuum cleaner isn't? Because we don't care about the environment. Uh, High horse. So, I mean, that's true. So I, I will say this, since you brought it up. One of the things that is bothering me about doing this diet is the amount of like individual packaging of things that Mm -hmm. i'm now having to to do either like um like i make these uh making these uh i got some deli meat and some cheese and i'm making these little roll-ups like you see on meat trays yep yep. um, for like snacks well like i have to put them somewhere so like i put them in these little baggies and now I'm like, well, that's but but that's using like one little baggie every day or every other day or whatever. And it's like that's a tremendous amount of plastic. All these individually wrapped cheese stick things. So like I it's, it's how many do you think you're packing in a bag? Uh four. So this is what I do, because I used to do something similar uh size wise is um they make these Tupperwares that are the shape of a, I don't know why I just slurred there, the shape of uh, sandwiches. 
and it's just like for an individual sandwich to put in this plastic Tupperware. Um, and that is a really cool, reusable, perfect size for something like that. You should try that out. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's more cleaning because um, you have to clean them every time. But because it's not like you're doing like sauce, you know, it's not bad. It's like just rinse it out real quick. It'd be yeah. fine. So that's, something like that might help. But no, I do know what you mean because I can only imagine with what you're doing, all the little and you have to take your stuff to lunch and you probably have yeah. to prepare it early. And yeah. Yeah. So I have to have a way to like really store it. Not, you know, like because I work 12 hour shifts. And then I'm on the road for about an hour to an hour and a half. Literally all my time at home during the work week, I'm sleeping. Like I don't mm-hmm. have time to meal prep during the week. Not for stuff like that. That, that takes, you know, it's one thing to like throw some salad in the bowl, throw some already shredded chicken and some cheese in the bowl. And yeah. then I'm good to go. Like that stuff takes a little more prep time. So, you know, yeah, it's. It, it has been frustrating me thinking about all of this stuff. Like the cheese, I, I think I've solved in that, like, I'm just going to get a block of cheese rather than buying these individually packed cheese. Yeah, so. it's, it's definitely the way to go. And I don't think it's really cost ineffective to do that. It's in some cases, depending where you get the cheese, it's more effective. Right. Um, so just don't get it at like Publix. Yeah. Well, well there's no Publix in Dalton. <laughs> Well, that's right. We well, have like a nice public style Kroger, though. Yeah, but there's nothing there. It is the yeah. worst Kroger. Do you have like anyone, or do you have a Costco membership? No. You... Costco's the way to go, man. With big blocks of cheese, they have really good cheese prices. Every now and then, like, and by that I mean it's probably been six months at least. My aunt will, will take us. Like, she invites us all the time, and we just are always like, "You're going in thirty minutes, and it takes us thirty minutes to get to you." And we're also just getting home. Are you kidding me? You know. Um, but when it works out, we'll get cheese there or we used to, and it's a much better price at Costco. Yeah. Yeah. I should probably think about a Costco membership. So another thing to pay for. Yeah. That, that's what bothers me. I'm like, I'm tired of paying for all of these little individual things. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's why we don't have the membership and why we only use it, but, uh, we can like leech off of my aunt or our friend, uh, Cassidy. Um, so anyway, what else has been going on? Started a new website. Yeah. That's going on. How's that going? <laughs> Good. One post a day. Yeah. Been making that happen, which has been nice. Why'd you laugh? It just because it, it took us this long to get to like, hey, there's this new thing. Yeah, no, it's cool. Um, this has never been that kind of podcast. Yeah. Um, no, it's fun. It's fun. I've got some people at work who really want to get involved with it, which is kind of funny. And um, I am sort of, I mean, it's very fun being and taking it much less seriously than I did Film Dispenser in that, like, it's not that I don't think my what I'm doing is serious. Like, I'm not, like, making fart jokes in my articles or anything. Um, but uh, people are like, this, a guy came up to me. This is what he said. Spencer, you really need to do like a, pod, a, a film podcast. I was like, uh-huh. And he goes, no, no, like like a weekly film podcast. We could do like uh, top 10 ranking on subjects every week. And I was like, uh-huh. And he keeps talking and he keeps talking. And I went, how do you say I've already been down this road? <laughs> so, I, so I said, first of all, I've like, yeah, that's actually, first of all, I've already done this. I did like 200 something episodes of this before. So I've already done this, what you're talking about. Second of all, like, 
what's what's the thing that makes any of what you just said different than like every other film podcast out there and i said i'm not trying to be and i told him i said my, my goal here isn't to like get a million followers or anything like that um but like if i'm gonna do it like i want to at least like not just be regurgitating the stuff that i'm already listening to right and, and it said, so like, I'd rather have like a hook that makes me more interested in doing it. So I said, you figure that out and you pitch me. And if you want me, and I said, that's if you want me to do it. If you want to do a ranking weekly podcast with you and your friends, I'll host it. <laughs> no problem. But to have me on it, eh, I don't know. It doesn't yeah, sound I, very fun. Gonna, yeah, if I'm going to invest in it, it's like it needs to be uh, unique enough that like, yeah. I, I want to like yeah. scratch my creative itch, you right? Know? not just fulfill some sort of tick mark. Rooster Teeth does this, so we should do this, or whatever network does this, so we should do it. No, I just you know, do what I want to do. I really, genuinely want to do a once-a-month podcast with you um, called Four Color Galaxy, and it's just about the Star Wars comic books. I'm, I'm into it. Cool. I'm, I'm finally all caught up. I thought, oh, wow, what? I did not. I was going to pitch you on getting caught up. Um, but you you surprised me. That's good. Um, my my thought was um, uh, when everything wraps up in December, because you know it's kind of like phase one is done. Right. Um, we could uh, do our we could do a preamble. We could do that, which is basically just here's who we are, here's what we're doing for two, three minutes, and then um, do a December episode for the end, and then in January for the new beginnings. Okay. But yeah, I mean, literally once a month, we just kind of, and it has to be after the month is done. So we technically, like, we would record for December in January. Right. And so preamble in December, um, and maybe even, you know, before the movie comes out and be like, when when we return, we will have seen the movie. We will have finished the first run of comics and have an idea. And we'll be talking about all of it and what's to come in the future. And they could be, you know hour-long episodes are really long episodes because we're talking about a lot of stuff but just once a month yeah well i i say i'm called up i didn't read the most recent dr afra i haven't okay. read that yet that came out this week and i'm not caught up on any of the idw stuff man the tales from vader's castle this new this haunted castle thing they're doing yeah. um or that they did it is actually really fun the the main kind of connector story is it's fine because there's always like an it's always a narrator thing in those books. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the narration part it's, it's not as bad as usual. Usually it's like a kid, the kid in the spaceship who's like, "There's one time I happened to hear this one story about Mas Kanata because I or Mas Kanata because I am connected to everyone even though I'm 12." Um. But this one makes sense why the narrator is telling the stories they are. But the stories are great and the art changes so drastically. Like it almost looks like painterly, not like not like Alex Ross, but more like kids book, beautiful paintings, paintings. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I've actually read the first two issues of the that series. So I'm, I'm loving that thing. I just started, I think, number three or four. I think is it four issues in total? I think it's five. OK, so I think I'm then on I think I'm on number three or four. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, just read the, the Dooku one. OK. Uh, the haunted cat or the monster in the castle, very mm -hmm. like Frankenstein, Wolfmanish thing. Yep, yeah, pretty good. So, but anyway, so that's what I was thinking. You know, that'd be fun to do with you. And it's only once a month, so it's not a huge commitment. But the biggest thing is the reading. We'd have to make sure we do the reading. 
Yeah. Which which I know I'll I'll do, but you read more than me. Really, it's not a, a dig. It's more like you just read more. Yeah, I get my problem is my, like much like TV shows, I get distracted by other things that I'm reading, so mm-hmm. I just fall behind on staying you know staying current with the Star Wars stuff. So. Right. Um, and I I have an idea. I actually haven't floated my idea by you. You only just like sent me a text that said, so do you want to do something for the site? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have an idea. And then like, I never followed back up. <laughs> so, so do you want to tell me what it is now or am I still waiting? I'm fine. Either um, way. No pressure. I can tell you what it is. What's um, up? What is it? So, uh, since it's, so the website is, <laughs> we should probably say it for Jacob and Marie. So, um, <laughs> as if they don't both already know. I've gotten um, I've gotten a few visits from the UK, which I know have to be her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, uh, supermassivepop.com, right? Yep, yep, that's it. Okay. So, um, so it actually was born out of uh, mostly Courtney, but some of you like constantly like hounding me about like you need to go to therapy. Yeah, um, and I I. A couple of weeks ago, I told her, I was like, look, I watch a lot of television and listen to podcasts and read comics, and that's my therapy. Mm-hmm. Like, I should go, and I do still, like, intend on, uh, like, pursuing that in some form or fashion. But, like, I, I just, it, I can't find a way to fit that into my current life structure. <laughs> sure. So, um, in fairness, you now have a crazy schedule. So yeah. Um, so uh, basically, the idea is that like pop culture is my therapy, and so um, I've actually written most of an article um, about uh, Star Wars, a specific scene in Star Wars as therapy. So, and obviously, it's would be preambled by like. This is me. This is not like this is not. I'm not telling you what to do. Or this, sure. And this is good advice. But like this is me. Yeah. So, and working through my stuff, not telling people how to work through their stuff. Absolutely. So, um. So yeah, that that's the basic idea. That sounds awesome. I'm in. I can't wait to read it. So, uh, yeah, I plan on actually finishing it tonight. So. And then there's this conversation is sort of my whole mode of operation for the website is if the idea, as long as basically it's not hate filled or completely ludicrous, um, I'm going to be in. Um, and so if, if anyone actually does listen to this, it isn't Marie or Jacob. If you go to supermassivepop.com and you want to say something about pop culture, even if it's just a one-off article, I'll host it. I'll post it for you. It doesn't matter for me. There's I'm a sure con- you post it for Marie. Definitely not for Jacob. <laughs> I mean, that guy. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a link where um, you can click uh, be a contributor and, uh, and just send me an email. Um, and I would love to hear from you. And we'll go from there. But anyway, it's that's cool. That sounds like a really good idea. It's right up my Star Wars alley. I think out of the first nine posts, they're like six of them are Star Wars related. So, yeah, um, it's funny. I've actually wound up discussing parts of what I've been writing about in the last podcast I've done because I podcasted with Ryan a few days ago, 
and I brought it up to him and we talked about it. And then we recorded the X-Wing files yesterday and I brought it up at the tail end of that. And Jacob and I got into a very like good discussion that unfortunately you have to sit through 30 minutes of us being like, uh, 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 to get to this like really good discussion of like, that was uh, a good impression of Jacob, by the way. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, uh, so, I mean, so just, so what I've been writing about is, and we've talked about it, is the, the tattoo I want to get is when Yoda tells Luke, Luke asks what's in the, the cave. And he mm-hmm. says, only what you take with you. Yeah. And so like, that's been really heavily on my mind for a few months now. Mm-hmm. And so like I rewatched the scene and then um, it came up again in the Star Wars comic, uh, the Dooku, no, not Dooku comic, the uh, Snoke comic. Mm-hmm. He sends uh, Kylo Ren to Dagobah, to that cave. Yeah. And like just the juxtaposition of what Kylo Ren sees versus what Luke saw and like what those things mean and like how Yoda says, uh, you know, only what you take with you. And then Luke proceeds to pick up his weapons and Yoda says, you're not going to need those. And Luke takes them anyway. So is like what he confronts in the cave peppered by the fact that like he took his weapons with him. Like, is it completely different if he goes in there not looking for a fight or not um, being defensive? Right. Yeah. So, um, just like all of that stuff. So it's that probably going to want to be in way too long. This is your way, way back piece. I mean, for the new website, maybe that's the one man. I always think about that piece when I think about like the stuff that I'm proud to, <coughs> excuse me, I'm literally getting choked up, <clears throat> but stuff that I'm proud that we're, that I get to like be a part of putting out on the internet for a little while, um, on film dispenser. That is one piece that always comes to mind. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> well, that's only because I'm saying it about you. If yeah. anyone else had written it and you had read it, you would have been like, yeah, man, I know. <laughs> Which I don't know why I just made you Keanu, but I did. Yeah, I don't sound anything like that. <laughs> um, anyway, I think I'm going to do an unboxing video. That's cool. So I bought one of the um, Rise of Skywalker Journey to Rise of Skywalker's Tops boxes. Mm-hmm. Like the 10 packs with like there's a special patch and they are guaranteed or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I didn't open it and I said, I think I'm saving it for that. Um, and so, um, yeah, I was actually going to see if, if you would come over today, which there's no way to say this without sounding passive aggressive, but of course it's not at all. Um, but like if you would come over, I thought maybe I'll just get Logan to sit here and do this with me because that would be funny to see what we did. But I didn't. And it's just sat here. And then I was like, I think I will save it and do a video and I'm just going to like record it and just post it on YouTube with some ads and see if I can I, make $2. I definitely would not have done a video. I was, well, so here's what I was thinking is that I was thinking about it just being hands. Like it's not my face. It's like the camera looking down on the coffee table with all the Star Wars crap all around it and, okay. and doing it that way because I watch a lot of these things um, like Lego building videos and little like there's all these different toy videos that I see and like none of them, well, now let me rephrase. Most of them do not have faces in them. It's just people's hands. And I was like, yeah, I could do that. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to have to like take a shower and like wash my face and be like 
ready for the camera, you know. Right. But but the idea I could come in with like you know, probably wear long sleeves so it looks like I'm actually wearing a shirt, you know, and um and just like do it that way and kind of talk about it. I thought it'd be funny if like the dogs like randomly walk, walk by the coffee table or like Ezra runs in is like what's that and like but don't leave, but him also not be on camera, you know. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of what I was thinking about doing. Um, and so, um, so I think I'm going to try it. I'm at least going to record it and kind of play around with it and see what happens. I think it could be fun. Yeah. I like that. But, um, but I don't know. I'm just sort of, that, that's the kind of thing I'm interested in, in trying that and posting it. If I only ever do one fine, just want to try it out, you know? Um, and, um, going to talk about video games a little bit with the Jedi Fallen Order coming out next week. Um, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to make time for that, but I feel like I need to make time for that. Everything I've been reading, I'm like, yep, I'm going to have to play it. Like, I, If I don't play it, I'm going to have to watch all the playthrough on YouTube before the movie comes out. Because I've become such a completionist whore for this whole thing that like, I can't not experience. I'm going to watch the Vader Immortal videos soon, this week actually, since I don't have a 3D thing or VR thing. Because I've heard that's also really good. Yeah. When it all matters, or it all count not matters, but it all counts, it's hard not to be. It's um so I'm so I'm do so what I'm doing to do the books is I'm doing a mix of reading and audiobooks. I think I've told you that. And I am on the Resistance Reborn book audiobook right now, which just came out this past week. And I'm five chapters in. And um, do you mind if I tell you like the basic plot of that? Do you care about that no. sort of? Oh, okay, just making sure. Um, but essentially, this it takes place right after the Battle of Crate, and um, uh, Poe is tasked with finding our old allies, our retired veterans, basically, who can come back and help lead a new resistance or help rebuild the resistance. But they need leaders. That's the whole thing, which is fun because in the trailer these reference to how they have to be the best leaders. Um, but in tandem, they also know that, the, that certain people have been disappearing over the last year or so. Um, and the empire has a list of past heroes, past heroes of the rebellion, basically, and the new Republic. So as you're reading it, you're going, Oh, this is going to be a greatest hits of all the people that are still alive. And I think we're slowly going to one by one reveal who's alive and what they're doing. So within the first five chapters, like the second one is Maz Kanata. So he just goes and meets up with Maz Kanata, which makes sense to like tie it into the new trilogy and stuff. Sure. But then the, ne- the, the next person after that they go to is Wedge and Tilly's. And it's like, holy crap, like this is it's like you're bringing in, they're going to dive into everybody. So then you go, well, I've seen the ghost on the trailer. Are we going to get a Hera slash Jason slash somebody else from Rebels show up in this book? Um, and, and I've heard rumors that it's going to be like, you're just going to be amazed at how many people, someone from Battlefront 2, um, there's a child born of two of the characters, and that person's going to, is a part of this book. Like, it's so weirdly connected, which you don't have to read in the book, know all this stuff. But if you do, you're like, holy cow, like, that's so-and-so's kid, and that's this. And they're going to, like, and then I'm like, this list is going to be just like, every other chapter because it's cycling back and forth between the imperial kind of numbers cruncher in charge of the list who's a total a-hole who just got some power basically and then our rebels trying to or resistance fighters trying to bring everybody together 
it's going back and forth you and you know they're going to meet somewhere in the middle and it's like that's what's on this list who's on this list who are we going to find and they've also captured a group of people and so they have these and it's like who is it who is it that we know um and and i'm it's 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 amazing though because it's tying stuff from the original trilogy and all the books and the video games and it's like in the end it, it's all it's all paying off to some degree and that there's a through line that's the payoff is that these people don't just disappear they come back they don't have to do anything grand but they exist and that's what the kind of bigger story is and that's so that's fun there's people are existing why'd you got married <laughs> I, I mean you know he's going to be in the movie so yep uh, i'm excited to see how this this guy who swore for decades to never be involved in this again is going to play a role in what we see next. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's cool. He's actually, he's married to um, the, so the aftermath trilogy, which is the big uh, kickoff to all of this really of the, of the new Canon. Um, the main character from that sort of had a flirtation with wedge back then and the main character, um, they're now married. So it's like payoff from that trilogy back then. I don't know, man. It's just, it's wild. I, I'm amazed. But also at the same time, like, this is why I've invested time. Because I knew they would do it. But I'm still amazed that they're actually tying all this stuff together. Yeah. I mean, props to the freaking story group, man. Mm-hmm. Like, that cannot be, cannot be easy. Um, you know. I I don't know how they keep it all straight. So Pablo Hidalgo and his amazing memory. Yeah. I wish he'd follow me again. Holy cow. I just realized I can follow Pablo on my new account on Twitter. There you go. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Well, this just made my day. No Raylo tweets. Not from Supermassive Pop. (laughs) Pablo Hidalgo. Oh, God. Is he not on there anymore? Did he quit Twitter? Oh. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't blame him. Maybe that's there's one that's called Hidden Pablo. (laughs) It's pretty good. I wonder if he's just not on there anymore. Uh, I don't know. Fandom has gotten so toxic, man. Oh, no, I agree. I just don't get it. Like, why can we not have fun with this stuff? Like, take it seriously. I take it very seriously, but like, just. Why does it have to be so, like, vitriolic at times? I just don't get it. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I don't know. But I'm having a good time. I'm excited for the film. I'm excited for The Mandalorian in just two days. That's crazy. (laughs) You know what really sucks? Hmm. Not to bring it down, but I mean, it only sucks in a like, you know, uh, first world kind of problems way. So I work 12 hour shifts. I work in the middle of the night. I work 7 p.m. to 7 Mm -hmm. (sighs) a.m. Disney Plus doesn't officially launch until 9 a.m. on the 12th. On Tuesday? Eastern time. You're going to be so asleep. Yeah. (laughs) And the Mandalorian is going to launch. Like, there's not going to be like, it premieres at 8 o'clock. Like, nope, it's there at launch at 9 a.m. 
and my choice is to stay up and watch the Mandalorian or let every single Star Wars loving fool in the world see this before I ever get a chance. <laughs> I'm I maybe I should like ask my boss if I can work from home and I'll take my lunch hour at nine. Because otherwise I'm just gonna go sit in my car at nine. <laughs> yeah. Watch it on my phone. And that doesn't sound as appealing. So yeah, I, I'm. I mean, I can't do it. Like, I have to sleep. Like, there's no, usually by the time I get home, I'm so exhausted. <laughs> I mean, we are adults, you know. I know, but it's... no, I get it. I mean, I've already been like, I, I've been thinking about my process for watching for a few weeks, so I get it. No actual shame here. It's if this were so, I, I'm not. But if this were Netflix. It would drop at three in the morning Eastern. Like mm-hmm. that's when everything would launch. I would be at work. It would be the middle of the night. There would be nobody around. Like I, when the first season of Daredevil dropped on Netflix, I was in the freaking hospital. It was the middle of the night, and I got to watch like six episodes without anybody bothering me. <laughs> and it was fantastic, except for the fact that I was in the hospital with cancer. So. You know, minor things. But I got to watch a lot of Daredevil. <laughs> I really I really think, though, that, like, it makes sense. They want to capture the, the yeah. trending topics, all that stuff. Um, it makes sense to me. I, I, the, the one thing, though, that I'm really grateful for is that it is week to week. Because mm-hmm. the idea that they would drop all of them at one day, I would be losing my mind. Because I can't afford to take a day off and watch it all day long. And have you have you spaced out the episodes? The the finale is it's the, the week, week after. Of. Is it the week after? I thought it was the week of. I thought it was the week after. So it's eight episodes, right? I don't know. I just saw a thing. Now I'm looking at the hold on. Oh no! Yeah, no. Actually, I think it's two weeks after. Or is it oh, six no. episodes? How many episodes are there? I don't know. Hold on. Also, the Falcons won today. I don't know how that happened. Is it their first win of the year? Second. (laughs) Out of how many games? Uh, I think this is week... Eight episodes. Nine. So, eight episodes. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the movie comes out the 19th, so we'll have... (laughs) So, the 18th, we'll, we'll see a new episode. And then, the 19th, the movie will come out. And that's wild. That's just wild. So much Star Wars. All at so one time. do you think that there's, uh, we turn this into a Star Wars podcast. Do you think that there's a chance the show gives us something that will directly tie into this movie? Um, so the, I mean, the rumor is that ship from the trailers in the, is in the movie. Okay. And so I, so I, it's one of those sort of in the middle somewhere, but like the ship that's kind of looks like a T yeah um is um is in the the trailer um for rise of skywalker so maybe i don't know i'm i'm much more in the ezra bridger train so and marie has tuned us out because she does not give a flip about star wars <laughs> that's okay she she supports us though we could talk about the picard series i think she's a star trek fan as long as tarantino's not writing it that's her key yeah uh, 
I'm like low key like into this Picard series, but I remember so little about the next generation that I'm just like, I feel like I'm definitely going to be lost. Um, it looks cool. I have, I have, I don't know any enough about any of it to, to, to like have some big interest. Plus it's on all access, CBS all access, which yeah. means like I was, I desperately wanted, let me rephrase. I really wanted to see the twilight zone and I was like, I'm just not getting CBS all access. I'm not going to do it. And I never did. Yeah. Did I tell you I finally uh, caught up with Jodie Whittaker's Doctor Who? Um, caught up. Not not finished. I knew you had started, but I didn't. I knew. Yeah. How'd I, it go? I don't love it. I don't well, hate it, but I, I just I, it does not. It's not her. It's the writing, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. That seems to be the consensus. It feels like none of it mattered. Like, no episode do I feel like, oh, this was important. Like, some of the Capaldi stuff I felt that way, because I was not into Capaldi at all. But, like, by the time I got, like, halfway through, or at least towards the end of that first Capaldi season, I was like, oh, so I, I see where you're, like, pulling from other things. And, like, this was important and that was important. And you're kind of retroactively making things more important. And by the time we got to like the last, I don't think I saw the Christmas or the new year's special, not the Christmas special. Uh, like I, I just, I was like, I don't like, she's fine. I just don't, none of these stories interested me at all. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. My alarm's oh. going off. <laughs> what is your alarm? Uh, it's a uh, Missy Elliott song. Okay. Any given Sunday. Okay. It has it's her talking, so immediately that wakes me up, and that has this like drop right after she talks. It's very loud, so it definitely wakes me up. <laughs> so, because if you're asleep and somebody just starts talking to you, that'll wake you up. Fair enough. Um, I just have just... a set to go off at five forty-five every day, which is probably a bad idea, but. Did you go see Terminator? Nope. Oh, I think I'm going to go Tuesday. I wanted to go, but uh, I just couldn't. I was going to go with my friend Brandy in Columbus, and we just we couldn't fit it in um, with my schedule. I am going to see Last Christmas this coming Friday. (laughs) With who? With Jamie. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So you'll be down in Columbus this weekend then? Yep. Cool. Gotcha. Um, yeah, no, I've actually, we wanted to, we had a um, plan for an evening out yesterday, earlier in the week, um, before everything sort of shifted with the car. Um, and we were actually going to go see last Christmas because I don't know what happens in it, but I know there's a thing and I want to know what the thing is and I have a guess what the thing is. And I'm just like, I'm in, I'm like, I'll go. And I want to do it. And so we were, we were going to go like have a real date night movie. And then it just didn't work out because we were buying a car. Yeah. So for Marie and Jacob, Jamie is. A lady. A, yeah. An old high school flame, I guess. I mean, no, definitely. But like, I, I don't know. There's there's no. She's not any of the troublemakers that I've talked about recently. So. Which one of them is no longer around. So. Not by my choice. <laughs> so are you looking forward to that? Um, Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I just. 
So uh, I was talking to Brandy and she, she asked me, she was like, so what's going on? I was like, nothing. Like, she was like, uh, is this something? I was like, I don't think so. Like her ex-husband is still kind of in the picture, mm-hmm. which I mean, they have kids together, so that'll always be the case, but more so than like, I would even be comfortable with. Mm-hmm. So, but like when I'm in town, like, it's fun to go out with her. So we seem to have a good time. And she's one of those people that like, we can just sit and not talk and everything feels okay. Like it doesn't feel awkward. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, cause like I went to a wedding with her last weekend. Um, and which she invited me. So, and I mean, we really barely talk like we dance a little bit and had a couple of drinks <laughs> and um she couldn't drink because she had she just recently had surgery so she couldn't drink um and like a lot of it was us just like sitting in silence or sitting watching other people not like forcing conversations or it was just kind of nice like it's very comfortable no, that's 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 awesome. And what else could you ask for, really? Uh, I mean, it's also not. I, uh, God, God forbid anybody ever listened. I love her, but it's not also not exciting. Yeah, if that makes sense. No, it does. Uh, but I mean, I, I'm out. I don't know. So maybe I don't need exciting. Maybe that's my problem. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, um, hmm. you're a complicated fellow. I mean, that's an understatement. This is true. I tend to contradict myself constantly. Mm-hmm. I, yep. I, mm-hmm. What else? <laughs> I mean, that that's pretty much it, so. That's good. I'm an introvert who, like, Winds up being alone, saying he wants to be alone, and then spends like 24 hours by himself, and is just like, I'm a horrible person, and I should probably just die. <laughs> so, well, that's that's um, a little much. Uh, it doesn't always get that bad. Watch more Star Wars for therapy. Um, I mean, it's not just Star Wars. Bojack, Bojack helps a lot. I can't wait until you get to this season. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for the whole thing. Let's do the whole thing. It'll be in January. So. Yeah, that's the only reason. If it was like August or something, I'd just go ahead. But we're at, we've been watching the prequels. Katie's watched episodes one and two. Sounds like we're going to watch episode three this evening um, and stuff like that. So, and, she, and then in between that, we've been watching some Rebels to catching her up on the final season of Rebels. Please um, have text me. To confirm that I am right, everyone else is wrong. Episode two is actually the best of the prequels. So we'll see. We got done with episode two, and she said, "Like she said, I liked it, but you know, like he's totally like me tooing her, and it's really sleazy. And she is much smarter and stronger than that. She should not let him talk to her like that." <laughs> so there's that. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh-huh. We'll see what she says. Uh, it's even worse in episode three. <laughs> well, at least at that point, he's like, I'm going to be a terrible person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, he's so bad. <laughs> She's not much better. I mean, that's an Oscar-winning actress, man. I mean, <sighs> Lucas isn't an Oscar-winning director, right? I mean, not for Star Wars. Right. I think he's been given an Oscar, but not for directing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. That's yeah, more for that specific stuff. job. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that um, I, I explained to her like the louder, faster sort of directing style of his, and she goes, "Oh yeah, no, that all makes sense now." Yeah. And he was all, he was definitely more preoccupied with what <laughs> we can do. What like can we do this? Can we do that? Like. Pushing the technology, which made for three not great movies, but hey, everything that's happened in the 20 years since The Phantom Menace probably wouldn't be at the level that it is if he was not, him and James Cameron were not so freaking obsessed with pushing the technology. No, I agree. You know, maybe Peter Jackson. So, yeah, I mean, Gollum was sort of the in tandem happening. Yeah. And so, so no, you're right though. But even then he's so removed, it would have been all of our movies would be out of New Zealand. Yeah. Well, the, the, the mocap stuff definitely comes from his, uh, not that he pioneered it, but like him pushing for it. Cause like Jar Jar was not necessarily mocap, right? It was, Basically, it was like painted on almost. Right. Yeah. He was yeah. used as like a reference point rather right. than motion capture. So, um, so yeah, Jackson definitely gets the like, oh, yeah, you kind of push the mocap into what it is. And then Cameron with his 3D technology and the submersive like feel of everything. Um, yeah. Those three people, man. Uh, the movies they've made since they're like, like the original Lord of the Rings are great. I don't think anything he's done since those. They're, and they're, I say they're great. They're they're good. They're fine. But nothing he's done since then has been worthwhile at all. Like the King Kong movie is bad. I liked it when I saw it, but I haven't seen it since I saw it in theaters. So I don't know. And, and those Hobbit movies are garbage. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. A couple good elements, but yeah, I get you. I'm with uh, you. Um, I, it makes me wish to God, like, why couldn't they just just give it to Guillermo del Toro? That company that um, so I just bought those t-shirts I sent to you the other day, um, Super Yaki Stuff um, mm-hmm. is the name of the company because people are going to ask, but they have about two t-shirts, one of them that Logan scoffed at, um, but they're all pop culture references and their idea of their business to be like niche opinions, but strong opinions, you know? Um, and so like one of them is Uma Thurman is Poison Ivy and it's like the, and, and then the credit and then, and like the logo from, from Batman and Robin. Um, and then the other one was the mummy parentheses 1999 is perfect or is a perfect film. Um, but they have a t-shirt on the website that is, um, uh, I think it says give Guillermo the money for at the mouth or the Mountains of Madness, you cowards. It's like this long, giant block. It's basically just to give him the money, you cowards, which cracks me up. Yeah, yeah, those Hobbit movies. And I know people that love them. And I'm just like, like, as boring as Lord of the Rings could be, like, at least I was invested in those characters. I didn't give an... 
we swear on this podcast. I didn't give a fuck about a single one of those hobbits. Did not care. I've never met anyone who really likes them. I've had I met a few people who are like, yeah, they're fine or they're whatever. But I don't think I've ever met anyone who's voiced the opinion that they were great to me in any fashion. So I'm blown away that you know anybody that does uh, that. Yeah, I know a few people, and like that built. And I'm a huge fan of like dragons. You promised me dragons. I'm like, okay, I will be there for the dragons. Like, so at the end of that first movie, it's just like, okay, you promised me a dragon for the second one, so I'm gonna come for the dragon. And then to not fucking deliver on the dragon is like, I was just like, this is like a hate crime. Like, I no, <laughs> I will never see another fucking movie he does ever. <laughs> That's, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's happening in this world of our people. Taika Waititi is my great, my great hope now. <laughs> the great, uh, Kiwi hope. That's it. I mean, it's just like he's making like this as weird soccer movie or something before he does Thor. Like he's just squeezing another weird movie before he makes another Thor movie. And then eventually he'll make a Star Wars because he's directed episodes of The Mandalorian as well. And it's like and he's a character on them. And so it's also not great. It's not just that he's good at directing, but then he just shows up and stuff. And it's also great. Um, Did you see The Hunt for the Wilder People? Uh, I don't think so. Sam Neill and the little boy. Nope. Okay. Um, they, they go to a funeral and he is basically the most oblivious priest of all time. It's just like, like the, it's a funeral. It's a very sad moment. And he's like, we have so much to be thankful for. And he's just like leaning. He's just like, it's like, is this your first funeral? What's happening? <laughs> and, but it's so good and funny, but that's just what he does. So I, just, I think he is my, He's becoming one of my very, very favorite. Um, Seems to be a genuinely good dude as well. So, and totally bizarre and weird. Yeah, which I'm all for. I I just keep hoping that somehow he'll be able to eventually like sneak all of these other people that he's friends with or like are adjacent to that are also weird and hysterical and like in that same, like Jermaine Clement and um, God, what's that other comedian's name? I can picture him, but I don't know his name. Uh, God. Like in their little group. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like just all of those people, like sneak them into these massive pop culture things like Thor and Star Wars and whatever. Jermaine's and, done it a little bit, but he keeps doing it on like Men in Black you know, three or whatever. So yeah. like, it's like, oh, he's in it. And then, oh, it's that, yeah. you know? So it's like not his fault, but at the same, like the, the product wasn't great. So he's not showcase. Legion was a great showcase for him, but it's just not a huge show. Yeah. Did you finish Legion, right? Nope. Oh my God. Just, I'm just, see, I, I should, I should spoil something for you because you haven't finished it. And I've been wanting to talk to you about it forever. You would be so mad at me if I did that to you, though. So you won't do that to me now. You're right. It's not even a. It's not even a plot spoiler. It's just something that happens that, like, you have to get to this moment where these two people square off against each other in this way. That's is like, it? Is it? There's like a rap battle or something? Yes. Yeah, have I've I heard told about you this. about it. Oh, okay. No, I just heard there's a rap battle. It's Jermaine Clement and uh, what's his name, Rafi. From <laughs> oh Jason, 
Whatever. Uh, Manzukis. Yeah, that's um, right. Yes, in a rap battle. And it's freaking amazing. It is probably like if I were to make your list of what it's you, what 100 things. things I loved in pop culture this year, mm-hmm. top five, easily top five. It's so good. Just Google that and watch it. I'll have <laughs> the show finished content, before the end. It's amazing. The show will be finished before the end of the year. That is for sure. I don't have that much left in it, but just haven't gotten there. <sighs> Sorry. I'm caught up on a lot of other stuff, though, which is nice. Yeah. You know, I was going to watch the end of the effing world, and I went to go start it, and then something distracted me, and then I wound up starting season four of She-Ra instead. It's so good. I'm only, like, four episodes in, but it's so good. I'm only two episodes in, but... Have you met Double Trouble? Uh, Yeah, that's the the shapeshifter, right? Yes. Yes. Um. I'm like, I'm just amazed at what's in a kid's show. It is. I, like, I don't even have the words for how incredible this show is. It, it does not deserve to be this incredible. But th- like, just because it's like based on a 30 year old toy property that. And when you look at it, it's like mm, that one. Yeah. And, and But like, I watch it and I'm just like. It's so subversive and so like broad, but so specific and funny and like the action is fantastic. And like the, the morals, like I remember as a kid, like they had to stick these like PSA announcements at the end of He-Man and G.I. Joe because people were worried that like, oh, well, this is shows about people just fighting each other. So we have to do these like. Oh, hey, make sure you're kind and, you know, be nice to people. Like, all this, like, ham-fisted yeah, yeah. crap. Um, and this show manages to do all of that without ever breaking from the actual story itself. Like, it, it just blows my mind. But that's Noelle Stevenson. Like, she is... She's fantastic. So... I I would I'd give her all the credit for that. I just I saw online that, that someone found her Spotify playlist that she made for each character. That apparently she just made like for herself. It's not like necessarily a like marketing thing. And apparently they're great. So I have a feeling I'll be listening to those soon. Oh man. Here comes Ezra. I can Ezra. Hear hey. What are you doing, buddy? Hey, come, come really quick. Can you say hello? Say hello right to this. Hello. Could you hear him? Hey, you want to hear Uncle Logan? Yes. Okay. Logan, this might get weird for a second, but here's, here's, oh, look, there he is. There's Uncle Logan. Okay. I'm going to put these on you. Say hello, Logan. Hello, Logan. Hey, Ezra. Did you have fun in Mommy's new car? Yes. Yes. What kind of car did she get? What color is it? Uh, A sofa one. A sofa one? Silver one. How, what colors make silver? Do you know? Um, Silver's a tough one. <laughs> I have no idea what this man is saying to my child. Are you done? Say hello to Uncle Logan, Mommy. Hey, Uncle Logan. Hey. He says hi. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take this bag now. Time for you to finish your broccoli. 
Can I'll I? go eat your broccoli, bud. Can't sit right here, just love it. What? No, you can't sit right here, just love it. You should have to finish your broccoli. We're almost done, buddy. Come on. We're almost done. It could be on the podcast. Come on. Say bye, Uncle Logan. Wait, bye. Bye, Ezra. I know, but I can't. Come on, let's go. All right, I'll be done in just a few minutes. I say bye, Jungle. Because you have to say bye. See, look, there he's gone now. All right? We have to call Spencer. Call Spencer. That's me right no, there. Yeah, <laughs> he's, come on. he's touching the picture on the screen of me saying you have to call Spencer. Um, right. All right, bud. Okay. All right, come on. Come on. <laughs> Give me a high five. He's patting me like a horse. Come on. Daddy, I'll put you to bed. Come on. Yep, I'll put you to bed. Right. You still there? Yeah. So there's your entertainment break for the moment. <laughs> I I hope that at some point there is a podcast with the two of you where it's just him asking you questions. He's so smart. It'll be like a year from now. Yes. I, I like I would listen to that so much. Like just like and. The questions you don't know the answer is just the two of you researching and discovering the answer. And it's just going to be why. That's just going to be his one question over and over again. I'm like, I don't know, buddy. <laughs> like, I, uh, like, if you could figure that out, you will have solved life. <laughs> why? <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, the question I ask myself every day. <laughs> he was very excited to see you. Ah, that kills me. Because we're going to hang out. Oh, yeah, okay. Nah, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. It's, it's, it, today was a, a wild day for him. That would have been, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't be in town this weekend, so maybe the next weekend? That's Thanksgiving, isn't it? No, Thanksgiving is three it's, weeks from now. Oh, I can't keep track. It feels like it's longer away than ever. Yeah, it Thanksgiving is on the twenty eighth. So Yes, yeah, so we'll be here that weekend that you're talking about, the twenty second, third, fourth. Right. That week. Yeah, we'll be yeah, here 23rd, that week. Third, twenty fourth, yeah. So um, And you guys you're gonna be in Columbus on Thanksgiving? Uh yeah. I will be I'll have to work, but I'll be working from home. So I will be there that whole weekend because I will have to work that night. Mm-hmm. And I'll be off that Friday, so I'm just gonna work from home. Like I'll leave here. Cause... Did I tell you about all this? Yes, text. Uh, but I wasn't. I wasn't clear on like when you actually were going anywhere. So, uh, I mean, I didn't explain it. Um. So, what it what it was for for Thanksgiving and Christmas is there's eight of us, and the idea was to split just the day into three hour shifts so that we all. Only had to work three hours for the holiday. That was fair to everybody. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Problem comes with Thanksgiving and Christmas fall during the week. So, therefore, my shift starts at 7 p.m. And technically would end at midnight. And mm-hmm. then start again at midnight the next night and go to 7 a.m. So, mm-hmm. I'm working. I'm booking working. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody went in and penciled their name in for a late night early morning shifts before i ever even got a chance to see the schedule because he was just going he's like y'all which i disagree with like you're the boss don't do the y'all work it out amongst yourselves thing that's bull mm-hmm. um, so like I, I had to step in and go guys 
I can't work a shift in the middle of the day. Like I'm working from seven to midnight and then midnight to seven. I either need to work till 3 a.m. or from nine to midnight and then midnight to seven so that I'm not splitting up. Like, like I can't do that. Like, when am I supposed to sleep? Because the shift that, that was available either had me off from, well, actually, I think there was only one. Like I would, I would, my three hour window would be from, uh, eight to no, from 6 PM to 9 PM. Mm-hmm. And somebody else was doing 9 p.m. to midnight. Like, well, what the hell am I supposed to do for three hours? Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm already having to come to work. Yeah. So, or, or to work at all, even if I'm working from home, like, I, that just doesn't make it. And nobody understood that except um, the guy that works the weekend days. Like, he stepped in. And he was like, no, like, y'all aren't seeing, like, you're seeing this from your point of view. Like what you don't understand is that yes, Logan works a 12 hour shift just like you do, but his 12 hour shift is over two days. Mm -hmm. And like once my boss finally understood it, like, cause his initial response was like basically firing back at me was like, well, it's only fair. I was like, yeah, I'm not disagreeing about working a three hour shift. What I'm disagreeing with is that like, these hours that you all took are actually part of my regular shift. So why do you get to go in and just claim part of my regular shift? And then I have to split up what would be my shift. Mm-hmm. And finally he he's like, Oh no, I see what you're saying. Cause his thought was that like, well, you don't have to come back till like the next day when that's not true at all. <laughs> right. Like, I have to be back at midnight. Cause that, seven hours from midnight to 7 a.m. on Friday is still my shift. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, unless somebody else is going to cover that, no, I either need the three hours at the end or the three hours at the beginning. I can't do three hours in the middle because there's no time for me to travel, visit with family, or sleep. Like, I I have to pick one of those things to leave out. Yeah. So, what, what do you want me to do? And finally, like, he called me and was like, uh, after he sent the email, he was like, Hey, I've, I've realized what I did that. I have you working three different shifts over a 36 hour period. And that that's not, that's not okay. So what works better for you? I said, either working from midnight to 3am or from, uh, 9pm into the midnight shift. That would be my seven hours to the next day. He said, well, so that 9 p.m., that would be okay? I said, yeah, that's absolutely fine. He said, well, we'll do that for both days. I was like, okay, that, that, that's fine. I was like, I'm not trying to get out of work. And he was like, no, I, I, I see my mistake. And I, I, you know, I appreciate, he, he said, I appreciate you calling me out on it. I'm sorry I responded the way I did. So, <laughs> you know. And now you can work from home, though. That's the cool thing with this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Christmas is going to wind up being two days working from home because that's on a Wednesday, but I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. So are Uh, you driving to Columbus? When are you driving to Columbus? I will leave here midnight, drive to Columbus, try to get about, I mean, Thanksgiving is not a big deal. Like most people don't even start till lunchtime. So Mm -hmm. I'll get a good seven or eight hours of sleep for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then eat and whatever. It's going to be difficult to stay awake all night, but whatever 
Um, I'll figure it out. Uh, drink a lot of. I can't have any energy drinks. <laughs> um, Thanksgiving's gonna suck. I can't be on this diet. I'm stupid. <laughs> What's wrong? Tea. Get with tea. Me? Get tea. Um, yeah, I can't have any sweet tea though. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about like green tea. Green tea, so it's good for you and it gives you lots of caffeine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I yeah, yeah. have to have a. If I can make it to Thanksgiving, I'm cheating for Thanksgiving. So there's that. <laughs> Always a cheater, never a winner. I look. I'm. I'm I doing, just made that whole saying up, so please don't get all upset. I'm doing a little bit of winning, so that's true. I'm more positive in the last week than I have been in the last two months. <laughs> I can honestly tell from this last hour. <laughs> no offense, but thank God. Uh, last night was a little rough, um, but that's a whole other thing. I won't get into that. So. Um, I also had I also had a few drinks last night. <laughs> so this uh, spiked sparkling seltzer stuff, mm-hmm. yeah, keto friendly, uh, one gram of carb per can, and no artificial sweeteners and no sugar. So, well, fair enough. Yeah, so I can well, still have a little bit of alcohol. I think that since he was eating, that means his bedtime's coming yeah. soon because he's he's been up since forever and. Um, yeah. Go do that. Yeah. So thanks for, uh, thanks for, I got glad we got to record a little earlier. That way this works out easily on my end. Yeah. Um, it was nice, nice chit chatting. Chitty chatting. Yeah. Well, we should definitely plan for something that weekend. You should talk to Katie because I haven't seen Ezra in a while. So. No, I will. I will. We'll do something. One way or the other, we'll do something. So, okay. All right, All right man. Well, have a good night, everyone. Have a better tomorrow. Bye, everybody. It was so hick. <laughs>